Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Big Mouth Counselor. Wow, it is October, October 4th, Tuesday, and I am currently recording right now at 11.53 a.m. I'm just so surprised that it's October already. Um, I feel like we (laughs) just got finished with, like, I don't know. I just feel like we just got into the year and it's already October, but I am really, really excited for October, mainly because, you know, I enjoy Halloween. Uh, My beautiful children are turning 16 in November. We're trying to do something really major for Halloween, like, you know, Halloween party for them or something like that. But, you know, I'm just ranting right now about um how exciting October is going to be and how the rest of this year is going to be I won't lie you know the beginning of this year was kind of you know it was was a little bumpy but you know um sometimes you know we have those bumps in the roads or you know sometimes we have those bumpy roads that we do have to travel and Sometimes, you know, it's like that to get to higher ground and get to, you know, the better days and the sunshine. So I really commend myself for enduring and really staying in the race and just sticking with it, especially with um, everything that has been going on, especially with um, prices rising and, you know, the pandemic still at an all-time high, new things coming out. Um, It's really been tough for a lot of um us business owners, you know, a lot of contemplating about whether we want to continue to do this business because, you know, money is just not coming in as it would be before, you know. So, yeah, like I said, I'm just ranting a little bit with this, but uh, I did want to do a podcast episode on relationships. Um, I don't have a name. Uh, but I was really uh, came up with this discussion really after having a conversation with my wife this morning. Um, and we were talking about, you know, previous relationships and how we kind of overcame a lot of those communication um, problems that we were having initially in the beginning of our relationship. And it really helps me to talk about like the things that I kind of lacked or had trouble with so I could tell you guys and maybe, you know, it can resonate or, you know, relate to you and you can actually, you know, understand like, hey, you know, you know, I can relate and I'm not in this by myself or, you know, somebody else actually went through this and I could talk about it now and actually help people with that because I've been through it and I've I've gone through it and, you know, now I, I know better and I do better. So... Uh, like I said, I, I don't have a name for this and I have no idea uh, what the title may be, but we're, we're really just going to dive into talking about relationships. So the conversation went a little like this. Um, she was, you know, discussing a, um, a family member and how they went through um, just really kind of, I, I want to just, you know, not say like bad relationships but this person in particular went through a lot of flavorful I'll say that relationships where um the partners weren't really I I don't want to say ideal but they they were not the best partners for this particular person to have right 
And so um, they were doing and were involved in a lot of things that she wasn't uh, particularly involved with and, you know, uh, did. And my wife always wondered why she choose um, partners like this, knowing that she deserved better, she could do better. And oftentimes I do feel like we choose our partners based on how we feel about ourselves at the moment or this current year or the current age, you know, and when she discussed the type of people, it really was like the total opposite of how this person was and as to why she would date people like that. And, you know, I, I resonated with that so much because so much of my teen years and then my 20s, I spent in really troublesome relationships. And when I say troublesome, I really just mean like, Relationships that really didn't see me as being worthy of a lot or worthy of good conversation, worthy of love, worthy of respect, and just overall just making me feel like, you know, that I was good enough. So... When I thought about these relationships and I thought about somebody particularly particular as well that I know um, that went through and is going through type of uh, relationship hardships. And it just made me think about um, and it's not just about women either. So, you know, if fellas, if you are listening, um, this is for you as well. Uh, we find ourselves in relationships where we realize how the other person talks to us how they treat us and how they respect us and I thought about so much of my 20s how I tolerated so much um negative talk and disrespect and when I say disrespect I really mean like not really it's like the the other person didn't have to give me all the attention in the world but really prioritizing who I was as far as like my feelings and my time that I was giving to them those small things that I would do like phone calls or text messages or gifts um coming by to see and I mean even you know having sex those things are things that should be appreciated in any relationship. And I feel like during that time, those things were not appreciated. Now, mind you, you know, in high school, you you really don't know too much about relationships and how they're supposed to go and how they're supposed to operate because, you know, it's your first time doing these things. But even then, it was like, you know, we didn't, appreciate we didn't know how to appreciate ourselves because it didn't come from the home to know how to appreciate oneself and appreciate the gift that is you so being you know 16 17 18 and being in these relationships and 
really just having useless sex. It's like you don't really know the res- the amount of respect and the the worthiness that you are. And that's something that I was really big on when I met my wife. I knew exactly what I wanted, um, how I wanted to be talked to, how I wanted to be treated, you know, all those things. But then, you know, in my early 20s, that wasn't something that I knew about or something that I learned. I had to go through those tough relationships to understand that this is not something that I like. I don't like it. It doesn't feel nice. It's hurtful. So those are things that you tend to learn as you go through those horrible relationships and how you hear the uh, conversations that you have or how they treat you, how the respect goes, how the action goes. You learn those things. And in the beginning of my relationship with my wife and then going into the first and second year of our marriage, um, there was a lot of strain and like not so good communication to the point if there was an argument going on we didn't know how to communicate to each other how we were really feeling I didn't know how to communicate my vulnerability because every time I was showed that she would walk out so you know from outside looking in someone would be like wow you know that's really you know hurtful or wow why you know why would she do that but we never actually ask each other these questions as far as when you get upset, why do you yell and scream and want to really be angry? And when you get upset, why do you just walk away and not say anything? So those were things that we as two adults and two individuals who wanted to be in this relationship and wanted to be married, we had to discuss those tough things and figure out, you know, hey, why is this communication thing happening or why can't we have good communication or how come every time we need to discuss something there are tough feelings or really uncomfortable bits of conversation but not really resolving it you know what i'm saying so when we uncovered a lot of that trauma or a lot of that um home issue and things like that we figured out like hey i understand how this makes you feel and I understand how that makes you feel so what can I do to not make you feel any worse or what can I do to make you feel better what can I do to make sure that you could trust me and that we can talk about these things you know what I'm saying and um I want to pat myself on the back and you know my wife as well because we've done a pretty good job of um making sure that we communicate even with those tough things that we communicate effectively and that it is not just something that we're just trying to bypass and just hurry up and talk about. No, when we have conversations, we set time aside to talk about those things because we know that that is something that needs to be discussed. And if it can't happen right now, we set that time aside to be like, okay, Hey, I know that this is very important and I know that this needs to be talked about, but could we please do this at this time when we get to this place? And we make sure that we do that. Um, You know, sometimes the conversations kind of get like, you know, well, 
I just kind of want to know this and that. And we come to each other like that. And I mean, yes, we still use, you know, text messaging to discuss things because I won't lie. Sometimes looking at somebody face to face when you have something that may be uncomfortable makes me a little tense. So sometimes I need to get the spill out to text and she's okay with that form of communication. You know, what works for us does not work for everybody. So getting on, you know, onto that communication thing, I thought about how as young women and how as young men, when we are in these relationships so early or even, you know, later, we don't know that we are so much more than what a person makes us feel like. Um, I said to my wife that I wish I knew how worthy I was then in those relationships because things would have been different. If I knew that then I didn't need those people to survive, to, to eat, to sleep, I would have been a totally different person. You know, maybe I would have recognized my worth a long time ago, but it led me to this journey to be able to talk about it, to be this parent, this wife, and this person that I am. And it it hurts me so, like it makes me so sad when I hear about men and women who are talked to in a certain way, who are treated a certain way, because I know that that's not, that's not what people are deserving of. Everyone is deserving of love and respect and to be treated as such. And when you don't know that, you tolerate so much trash talk and just disrespect. And no one comes to your aid when you're vulnerable or when you need a moment to cry, no one comes to your aid and says, you know, Hey, is there anything that I can do to make you feel better? What's the matter? You know, what can I do? And to me that it says a lot because I am so appreciative of my wife when she does those things. If she sees me upset or she sees me crying she comes to me now and, you know, she's just like, you know, hey, you know, what's the matter? You know, what can I do? Are you okay? And even though um, a lot of the affection wasn't really big in her household, she tries. So a lot of that pulling me into her and doing those things to make sure that I'm okay, you know, that is something that we had to grow and, you know, to do. So when I speak about, you know, relationships and us men and women uh, feeling respected and worthy that comes from, of course, the upbringing and how our parents show us and kind of lead us into knowing that we're worthy of so much more. We are worthy of respect we are always good enough and that the, the love should start within us first so um i know at 19 and 17 and 20 and 21 i didn't respect myself so i was letting other people disrespect me and show me disrespect as well and that goes to you know with having sex 
um, with people who can care less, having conversations with people who can care less, sharing your time with people who can care less, and just constantly feeling like you're not good enough, you're not worthy, and just all of that. And when it comes to the talk, it's how people talk to you, disrespecting you, telling you like, hey, you know, I don't care about that. Or disrespecting your time, you know, not respecting when you call, not respecting when you text or not respecting when you visit, um, doing things that are not outside of like human era, but it's just more so of, you know, not being truthful or communicating. And I don't know um, how we learn like i i know how we learn about communication and being honest so let me not say that we learned that at a younger age but somewhere in between when we're still learning when we get to that 12 and 13 14 age and we get to high school and a lot of that stuff comes into play where we have to learn how to navigate our feelings and other people's feelings and uh we start to put them in certain categories as to are they of importance or not. And we learn how to tell lies. We learn how to tell the truth. We learn how to communicate and we learn how to be um, outspoken. And in some communities and households, we're not taught to voice our opinion or to be outspoken we're taught to be quiet and don't say that and don't be loud and you can't say that or you can't act this way instead of embracing who we truly are you know i you know as a parent um i have one child that is very outspoken and at first it it really shocked me because i was a very outspoken child but somewhere down the line i became quiet and so to see my child be very outspoken, I was not used to that because that was something that was taken away from me. And so when it goes into relationships, that muted me as well. So when the disrespect started, I didn't say a thing. When the mistreatment started, I didn't say a thing. And so when we carry those things into our relationships, we constantly, constantly, constantly take bullshit from partners significant others in marriages and in parenting and friendships we constantly take bullshit instead of just speaking up and saying hey this that you're doing here is not gonna work for me this hurts i don't like it it doesn't feel nice we don't voice those things because then we start to feel like we need this person i need to be with you i need you so i can survive i need you because it's feel right instead we we sit back and we take those things and we feel like we do need that other person to survive when in actuality you don't need anyone but yourself and listen to the next couple of things that i'm going to say when i say that you don't need anyone you do not need anyone you want people do you do you need your children no but you want your children. This is something that you wanted before your children got here. You wanted to conceive them because you wanted to be a parent. These are things that you want, but these are not things that you need. You know, and it's, it's not saying that you don't love your children. What I'm saying is when 
we get into these relationships and we allow the other person to make us feel like we need them. They are taking that power from us because now they can do any and everything that they want to do to us. They can say anything, anything that they want to us. But I want you to listen. If you are going through any, any relationship, anything, remember and always tell yourself, you don't need this other person. This is somebody that you want. So don't think that if your marriage fails or if your relationship fails, that you won't survive or you won't make it. That's not true. So many people come out of broken marriages, broken relationships, and they feel 10 times better because that person was just someone who shunned what you allowed them to shun. And now that they're gone, you can see every single thing that you are, which is this beautiful, amazing creature. You don't need people and you don't need people to make you feel good. Do you like that support? Of course. Everybody wants their support of a a spouse or um, a partner or a friendship. Everybody wants that support. But everything starts with you. And when you realize that you are enough, you are worthy, and that you don't need anybody on this planet because everything starts with you, you will start to talk different, walk different, and and be different when it comes to these relationships and these marriages. Don't get attached and feel like you are not going to make it without this person. Love is such a beautiful thing, and I don't ever take that away from anyone. But when the love is not reciprocal, when the love is not meaningful, and when the love is not full, it's just not, it just doesn't make sense. You have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. And that statement is so true. And even if you don't love yourself before you get with somebody else, make sure that that person can add to you and compliment you to build you up so much that you start to love yourself in a way that you've never seen before. Because sometimes things do happen like that. And if you have a partner that's built you up, helped you love yourself more, and is still there, they watch your growth, they give you space to grow, that is exactly what you want. They're feeding your soul. They're feeding your spirit. That's exactly what you want. But don't ever feel like you need that person just to survive or just to just to do anything. You know, when people talk to us so evil and just so disrespectful, it just makes me think like, you know, in my head, it's like, you don't need this person. You want them. And if something doesn't make you feel good, you can leave at any time. But you have to learn how to be upfront and honest with yourself. 
upfront and honest with those feelings and those emotions that you are feeling. Because sometimes we are not completely honest with ourselves when we are in relationships as well. We lie to ourselves just to keep everything good because it feels nice and it's comfortable because we don't want to be uncomfortable. But we consistently stay uncomfortable when it makes us uncomfortable, but we still want to be comfortable. So we stay there and we take the disrespect. We take the, the neglect. We take the not so good feelings. We take the not good enough feelings. We take those things. We embed them and we keep them and we don't say a thing. So I want you guys to really think about that when you think about relationships, when you think about marriages, friendships, how do they benefit you? And is that something that you want? Is that something that you desire and want to keep doing? If they constantly make you feel like, you're not wanted or you're not good enough, you're not loved, you're not cared for. Is that something that you want? Is that something that you desired? You know? So I hope the discussion, you know, brings about clarity and really helps someone and can, you know, relate to you. And as always, if you guys have questions, um, any concerns, you guys can always shoot me an email. I believe I listed my number as well. Um, but if I had not listed my uh, telephone number for any questions or if you just need a conversation, you know, just to talk, it's 470-563-7871. That is my business line. I'm always, always available. I hope you guys have an amazing Tuesday. Happy Halloween month. Happy Mental Health Week. And always, always remember to put you first. Always remember to love you first. And always remember to stay beautiful. Bye, guys. Although I never